This is the Modern Stone Age Family Podcast. Advice for love in the Modern Stone Age. I'm your host, Fred Flintstone Rubble. And I'm your husband host, Barney Flintstone Rubble. Barney! And we're here joined, as always, with Fred's beautiful ex-wife. Oh, Barney, thank you. I'm Wilma Slag Hopel. Every week we take your relationship questions and answer them for the modern age. How are we all doing today? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good, Bonnie. I'm doing wonderful, Bonnie. You know better than I do. I made a hell of a frittata this morning. It was fantastic. Oh, it was delicious, my beautiful husband. It was it was gorgeous. I I, I always love your cooking. We had a beautiful day yesterday, too. We, we took the kids. We went to the park. We saw Shakespeare in the park. It was oh, beautiful. Oh, is that the guy who gets on stage with a stick and he just shakes the spirit? Yeah, Shakespeare. We had, we yeah. had a great time. We took Pebble and Bam Bam. It was it was great. Yeah, Pebbles mentioned something time. about it. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, we also had to go to the Whole Foods afterward because I now I'm on this. Bonnie's got me on this keto diet. It's good for you, Fred. I keep on telling you. Yeah, but the cauliflower rice and the dinosaur kale is it's all it's all it's too much. Healthy. It's part of I a think it'll be good for you, Fred. There, Fred. And, yeah, and you're looking a lot better with all of that. I'm just saying, you look I great. I feel like you're eating more mindfully. No, I appreciate that, but a man needs to have himself an ostrich steak every now and then, you know? We'll have that for dinner one of these weeks. Listen, we're going to get into the advice here, but I think this is a momentous occasion. I think we need to talk about it. Oh, little Bam Bam is going to Stone Coven. Aren't you guys excited for that? I think it'll oh, be Oh, I remember my first Stone Coven. Yeah, we went together. You went with, we went with Wilma. I went with Betty. I remember it like it was yesterday. That's right. We snuck off behind the bleachers while Wilma and Betty were well, getting... Well, you don't need to tell everybody our oh, business boy. there, Fred. That's where you boys went. Yeah, yeah. We were troublemakers back then. Anyway, just wanted to give a very special shout out to my little boy. I guess he's not so little anymore. Absolutely. And just as part of this day, we'd like to kick off our Modern Stone Age advice show and giving our own beautiful boy, Bam Bam, a little bit of advice on how to ask his sweetheart the stone coming. Wilma, I think you're best equipped to sort of take this one as you are the one being asked, how would you like to be invited to your first stone coming? Absolutely. So I think everyone loves flowers. I think it's classic. I think it's charming. I think if Bam Bam presents his date with a couple of flowers, maybe some snapdragons, maybe some Venus flytraps, something like that, a couple Aww. of ferns, I think that would be a oh, great well, way you're me to express up. how he feels and to invite her to stone coming or him to stone coming. Sorry, I don't want to, you know. You love whoever you, you know. want to love, Bam Bam. Exactly. So I think that a little bit of flowers, just asking honestly, um, if she says no, 
that's fine. Find a couple of friends to go with. I don't think there's anything wrong with going stag if you're with your friends. I went to my first homecoming with, with friends first, and then obviously we all went out together. But that's the old Stone Age, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we got a whole bunch of great advice for you guys today. Uh, Wilma, you want to kick us off with our first question? Absolutely. All right. This comes from Rolling Stone and Bedrock. My boyfriend has a very weird relationship with my best friend. They've become really good friends, but the three of us will hang out, and I feel like I'm the third of that new invention, the wheel, in their relationship. I don't want to get in the way of their relationship, but sometimes I'd like to have my boyfriend or my best friend to myself without the other one there. How do I start to draw boundaries without making them feel like real dodos? Oh, that third wheel. Something that we've had problems with ourselves. I feel like we have firsthand experience in how to, uh, you know, yabba dabba, do a third, deal with a third wheel. That you know, I'll find the fun, <laughs> fun in there somewhere. Oh, don't worry oh, about it. Oh no, yeah, you got it, Fred. I was constantly. I feel like, especially at the beginning, because I didn't meet Betty for a couple of years after you guys met. I was sticking around as the third wheel with you two back when you two were together, and I think it, it's it's a fun time. Now, the only problem is you two were in the relationship, but I mean, I don't know, Wilma. Did it sometimes feel like you were playing third wheel to me and Fred? Yes. Well, I think we know how that would shook out. Maybe that maybe you might want to double check, I would say, with your partner. Just just make sure that things are still on the level. Maybe double check and make sure that there's not uh, some external pressures on your relationship. You know, communication is key. Now, Bonnie, I completely agree that communication is key. And if there's anybody in all of Bedrock that knows about what happens when you keep things cooped up inside for too long, it is the three of us. So what yeah, I would say truly, truly. is to perhaps provide your your boyfriend with some sort of uh, an ultimatum is a terrible thing to do. But perhaps say uh, you'd like to go out on dates, just the two of you sometimes. And so yeah, of, just enjoy each other's company. Exactly. If you create special times for just the two of you, then I think things will sort of fall into place. And I think very similarly, you could do the same thing with your best friend. If you do, it's just the two of us. Make it a make it a make it a girls' day, a boys' day. You know, make it just the two of us. You know, there's friend time and then there's partner time. And I think you gotta just make a little bit more separation between the two. I'm not saying you gotta isolate your partner, but you know, there's there's us time and then there's all of us time. You know, Bonnie, <laughs> I can't agree with you more. Let's head to our next question. This is from Oinking in Slateville. My friend gave my pig garbage disposal irritable boar syndrome, and now he won't stop spitting up the scraps we feed him. How do I get my friend to pay me back for all the psyllium fiber I had to use to unclog my disposal? Oh, I hate when this happens. Don't you hate it when it happens, Fred? Oh, you know I hate it when it happens. You don't have a garbage disposal. You have to dig it all out of the sink and throw it in the trash with your bare hands. And I mean, those bare hands, they get dirty every time you put them in the sink. So Every time you put them in the sink, they get dirty. They And you have to wash your bare hands after that. <laughs> yeah. So it's always nice to have the pig garbage disposal. Now, I, I listen. 
this might be a sunk cost fallacy thing, but was this build up? Was this build up over time, and then your boy got some irritable bore syndrome, or or was this? Uh, did they just throw something recklessly in there? Because if they threw something recklessly in your pig, everyone knows you're not supposed to put coffee grounds in there. You can't put coffee grounds in your pig. It gives them irritable bore syndrome. So I mean, if that's the problem then they need to cough up the cash. It's plain and simple, and I think they'd recognize that. But, you know, if it was just build up over time, you hadn't been, you know, taking proper care of your boar, then that's a whole other problem. I, I don't think you should be asking your friend for money for that. Now, I don't completely agree when the boar has irritable boar syndrome, and, it's, and your garbage disposal is, is letting loose all over your, your kitchen floor. Who's going to clean that? Not the boar, I'll tell you that much. And not your friend. And that'll be really bad for your goat vacuum cleaner. They're going to have to eat all that shit. They'll do it, but man, you'll have to pay them extra, I'll tell you. Oh, you know what what they always say, it's a living. So I do think that it might be a good idea to just come to a compromise. Um, Maybe your friend might have borrowed the pig for a party just to get everything, you know, down quick. But I think that if you just say, hey, either you help me pay for this, you don't have to pay for all of it. But if you pay for some of it, I'll let you borrow it again. As long as there are guidelines, there are some boundaries. Exactly. It is it. I think this doesn't have to be... You know, a big deal, but I think, you know, just expressing your displeasure and uh, making sure that your feelings are heard. Could I perhaps provide maybe a uh, slightly more devious solution to this? Oh, Fred, you know I love your antics. What did you have in mind, Fred? Now, your boy has irritable boar syndrome, and your friend has to borrow. If perhaps you could offer to provide the boar again for them while your boar is a little under the weather, and then when the boar goes to their place and, and boars all over the floors, if you know what I mean, then, uh, <laughs> they'll get a sort of a taste of their own medicine thrown back at them. That's very true, friend. Giving them a little bit of a taste of the old boar bowels are always the chance to rectify the situation. Excellent. So we've got one more question before we go to the break. So this is from Mammoth Size Problem in the Cretaceous. My neighbor's got a new mammoth shower and its rear end is positioned right over my garden. While I normally wouldn't be opposed to fertilizer, the mammoth-sized dumps this thing is dropping on my begonias are crushing them and stinking like nobody's business. Do I tell my neighbor to move their mammoth after they shower? Or do I submit my gun into an existence as a compost pool? You know, we had this problem when we moved into our new place. Wasn't that right, Fred? Except it wasn't a mammoth. It was a, it was their pet Tyrannosaurus Rex. Oh, yeah, that's right. We did the bath thing. That's right. That's right. But we still had all the leave-ins afterwards, and we couldn't quite figure it out. I remember... And I'll tell you what. As someone on a keto diet, an all-meat diet, really doesn't do wonders for the sort of firmness of your bowel movements. Mm -mm, No, it does not. But it does make really good fertilizer. So It does make great fertilizer. And I got to say, it's very surprising to me how blue this episode has gone. It does not normally (laughs) go this blue. (laughs) It doesn't normally go this blue. But we got a couple of interesting questions there, Fred. 
I think this sort is what you this is what you do. You got a whole mammoth crate and big fat mammoth dumps in your lawn. Take some of that and share it with the neighbors, you know? That's a great idea, Bonnie. Maybe you put a little wheelbarrow underneath and you share it with the neighbor. Then you're establishing that connection, that bond, you know? Like a rain barrel, but for fertilizing. But for fertilizing, exactly. You can make a profit off of it, too. Yeah, sell it. It's on your yard, you know? And if your neighbor has any problems, any qualms with that, just say, move your mammoth. Move your mammoth. And then you can sell the And then your neighbor might be... might be, you know, trying to get a little bit in on that that lucrative business. <laughs> I think this is all positives here. One hundred percent, I completely agree. You know what they say: every opportunity is an opportunity. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh yeah, every every opportunity is a opportunity. Oh yeah, I love that. <laughs> well, we're having some great fun here, but I do believe it is time to go to the ad segment. Absolutely. Let's head on over. This episode is brought to you by Dino VPN. Are you tired of having those pesky little dromaeosaurids getting into your house and home and just really making a mess of things? Then use Dino VPN, the dinosaur velociraptor protection net that our family loves. I use uh, Dino VPN on all of my devices, entrances, and exits. That's right. We use it on all of our windows and doors, and even on the go. You know, once I was in a car and a Velociraptor flew right at me, but my Dino VPN caught it right up. You know, Bonnie, years ago I had a Velociraptor steal my identity, and I'm still putting the pieces back together. But luckily, with Dino VPN, I feel safe in my own home. If you want to feel the safety and security knowing that your identity won't be stolen by these pesky raptors, then go to www.dinovpn.com modern and try DinoVPN free for 30 days. That's www.dinovpn.com and enter the code modern, M-O-D-E-R-N, for a free 30-day net trial. Don't let dinosaurs sneak up behind you, yabba dabba. Do get Dino VPN today. And we're back. My partner and I have been researching love languages. Mine is quality time, and hers is physical touch. She's very busy at her job at the gem mill, and she spends a lot of time with her co workers and comes home exhausted. I'm more than happy to give back rubs and cuddle, but she falls asleep on the slab before we can spend any time together. Our weekends are normally spent doing chores like sweeping the cave and doing maintenance on the stone mobile, and we have little time to just be with each other. How can we find ways to spend our time together with her busy schedule? And this is from Cuddler in the Cretaceous. Oh, we've had this problem before. You know what I say? The best kind of cation is always communication. Communication. That's right, Fred. We have a similar issue. Fred's always working in the. I work down and I work down at the quarry. You know. The, we're, I mean, we're both we're both fairly busy now. Now we got the show and the cereal and yeah. And uh, Bonnie has become a stay-at-home father to take care of Bam Bam, and he retired from the quarry. But I come home after working my Delafosort. Dilophus Brontosaurus crane. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember those days. 
But we still try to make time. Here's what I would suggest. Your preferred quality time is spending time together, quality touch. Maybe, maybe you guys go out for a couple's massage. You see, it's all about scheduling time to be together. You have to make sure that your schedules, it's just as important as your job, right? That's the most important thing. So schedule that time. Make sure it's as important to them as it is to you. And you guys make sure you put it right together. I completely agree. Now, Wilma... I think during our marriage, the our best kind of case should communication fell under the weather a few times. And uh, if there's one thing that you and I can sort of discuss now freely is that our love languages were completely different. Completely. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's not to say that folks with different love languages can't get along. I mean, that's part of what makes relationships beautiful yes, is that you're able to compromise sure, and be able sure. to, uh-huh. yeah, you're able to accommodate everybody's love languages. We did not, but that was due to other issues. True. Well, so like, Fred, your love language is gift giving, which is great, yep, but yep. mine is physical touch, and you can understand the problems there. So, you know, sometimes it doesn't quite work, and that's fine, but I think if you and your partner are really dedicated to each other, then maybe, maybe suggest taking a day off. Maybe go on a little vacation. That's another one. Another great-ation is a vacation. vacation. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> maybe head to Rock Vegas. Who who knows? Ooh, Rock Vegas. We haven't been in a minute. There. It's been quite some time since we went to Rock Vegas. Bonnie, you were Rick Moranis. <laughs> I was. I, re- I remember that truly. Let's actually, let's, let's play a little get together. It's been a minute since we've done the full cross family sort of vacation thing. Let's, let's get something together. I'll have to run that by Betty, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I- I'm going off on a tangent. All right, so this is from listener Messiah in the Mesozoic. My husband has been spending a lot of time with his buddies at the bowling alley. One of his bowling pals has been expressing the belief in this new sort of figure called Jesus Christ. And Mm -hmm. it seems like my husband has been spending a lot of time with this friend, spending his Sundays on his day off going to this church, I guess. And, um... He is uh, talking a lot more about the salvation of his soul. Um, And it's worrying me a little Mm. bit because I'm not quite sure. He's talking about this religion and I'm not quite sure what it means. So how do I try to understand, you know, what steps do I take to better understand what he's... Now, Wilma, I didn't see this one on our, our list here. Are you, are you asking for some advice for um, us, for, for a special someone in your life? No, 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 no. Well, no. No. Uh, no. Wilma, don't kid yourself. I know Bobby's been down with Jesus and all of his 12 buddies down at the bowling alley. Uh, yeah, it's a heavy posse over there, but they seem like a nice couple of folks. I saw the, the one thing they did, the, the magic trick with the bread and the fish. That was a party pleaser. Yeah, but like this whole like Jesus thing, it's kind of throwing me off. I don't, I don't know if... You know, as, the, as kind as they are, the type of stuff that they're preaching, I, I can't see it going wrong or violent or bad or discriminating against anyone <laughs> ever. I can't see no, it be it bad. Seems, it I seems can't. like a lot of messages about love and acceptance and treating neighbors as neighbors, making sure your mammoth's not pooping on their lawn. It seems like it would be uh, perfect for our new modern lifestyle. Modern Stone Age. There is absolutely nothing possibly problematic with this sort of upcoming here. And there never will be. 
Well, as long as you think so. I, I think, listen, Wilma, we, we both love you dearly. And I think that, you know, as long as you're happy and as long as this doesn't turn into some sort of radical thing like Scientology, I think we're perfectly fine. All right. Well, if you think so. I was listening to the Count Chocula podcast recently and I heard some really disturbing stuff about about old William Penn. Yeah, as, as long as, you know, this this Jesus guy is all cool and hanging now, out. That's a man, Tom Cruise. He is a hunky, hunky guy, but uh, I don't know if I, if I agree with some of his stuff. His Xenu flakes are great, though. The Xenu flakes, hey, the Xenu flakes are almost as good as my Bam Bam's Cocoa Pebbles. Almost, not quite, though. Bonnie. Almost, not quite, Bam Bam, if you're listening. Not quite, not quite. Well, that brings us to the end of another great episode of the Modern Stone Age family. Make sure to rate us on your rock players. We always love those boosts to the old RSS. And then, Fred, what does RSS stand for again? <laughs> As you know, RSS stands for rock super, rock super style. Rock supplement. Oh, store. that's right. It was Rockstone Steven. That's why we, we take the rocks of the MP3s, which we don't need to go into that. Everybody knows what MP3 is. And then you take them and you chuck them at Rockstone Steven, and he takes them and he chucks them all over to all the My rock players. personal three velociraptors that fetch me the podcast. Be careful with those velociraptors, Fred. I always tell you, you got to be careful with those velociraptors. Make sure to use that Dino VPN. They will steal your identity. To be frank, for a minute, I had all of my rock cards stolen, and they got my my social security it was an rock absolute mess. number. Uh, as always, thank you again for listening to another episode of the Modern Stone Age Family. Please rate us, and uh, as always, as we say at the end of every episode, listen to your partner. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Podcast Podcast Podcast. You like what you hear? Write us five stars on iTunes, Google Play, wherever you get your podcasts. It really would help. Spotify, too. They forget about that one. You can find us on all the social medias at Triple P Cast. And you can find us on YouTube at all. It's like the ad sign in the pod, pod, pod. It's new. It's YouTube. I don't know how it works. If you're trying to have your friends find the show, send them to our website. Website, 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 dot biz. We got links to all the shows there. Feel free to write out your friends on our email secret police at email, email, email at website, 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 dot biz. It's a real email, I promise. We'll be back to you with another episode on Monday for a full episode, and then by Friday for a feed drop. The good one.